This is a public service announcement. Here at the San Amos School of Film, we have watched and are proceeding to explain to all the listeners about the disgrace of humanity that is Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. We have done this in the hope to warn people not to watch this film. There are numerous health risks associated with this film. It will change you forever. If you are smart, it will make you dumb. If you are dumb, it will make you dumber. It will ab absolutely make you sterile and completely unattractive to anybody who looks at you. Even your soul will pack up and leave town as you are forced to move to a trailer park and ingest copious amounts of Mountain Dew. We cannot save all of you from this movie. Some of you may have already gone from this world and have already watched it, but we will use this episode to try and save you, as many of you as we can. Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Please join us on the most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. With me in the booth today, hopefully for our last online episode, never know, just depending on how things are going, I have Al, Jules and B-Rad. How are we all doing? <laughs> I'm good, mate. <laughs> good. Bon Jovi. Um, Jules, what mate, you've... Done? Well, look, you know, I, I feel like this could be either a, a, a long episode of shouting or just one big long pause of silence either way i think it's, it's going to be appropriate regarding whatever it is mm. um but jules you're taking us back through the circus of time to 2006 i think it is to watch yes Fast and yep. the furious tokyo drift i'm not even giving it a genre to be honest but we're just getting straight <laughs> into it film um, <laughs> yeah mm. film. At, at the San yeah, school of film, we acknowledge and are grateful to our first storytellers the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin nation the traditional custodians of the land that we were recording on. Jules, hit that booth. Let's just get this going. Gentlemen, we're history. Now, give it a little more flair. 2006. Now, eh? uh, well, yeah, it's. I don't know if we've actually been to 2006 before. I think Brad's about to fill us in on that. Um, and no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You know, part of it is. I think <laughs> we're on like eight episodes. Or something. Like, I think part of it is just once you start reading the history, the rest of us go. Hmm, does this sound familiar? Have we heard this before? Hmm. Look, none of this that, that I've written down sounds familiar, so I don't think 2006 is, has, has happened. But, you know, that's, that's me saying that. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, right. I'll have a look while we're doing this. Oh, let's um, get... Uh, hang on, before we get started, let's get cracking on with History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. <laughs> History with Brad. Good. Go, Brad. Perfect. <laughs> That was so shit that it was actually good. Um, <laughs> all right, 2006. Uh, Fast and Furious. So they even dropped the the out of it because it wasn't worthy of a the. So it's uh, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Um, hour 44, 104 minutes. Jules, aspect ratio. Two, three, nine to one. I actually know this one. Oh, I was the, but I'm the brains trust on this film, so. <laughs> Someone's done his homework. <laughs> 
All right, yeah. Yeah, two three right. one to one. Trust. Um, That's a bizarre it has aspect a... ratio. Just putting it out there. I've never heard of that before. Like the, a film to have two three nine to one. Who cares? That's odd. Look, it's definitely a genre breaker. This film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, just out of interest, uh, this does have six out of ten on the IMDb scale, um, and Rad has six. Seven out of 10, so yeah, six. I know. I know. Who's Putting giving it a six? <laughs> Jules did say this the last time we did it. So Hook was 6.8. This is a 6. And Rad was a 7. What? Yeah. All that says is that scale is nothing to base anything on. So I just thought that was, uh, it was quite interesting. Um, Also known as, now this is, this is kind of good. So I found a really good one. So in Latin America, it was known as Rapido y Furioso Tokyo Drift. Um, <laughs> they gave yeah, up. It kind of sounds like, like it's called the same shit over and over again. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I love that they just great. got sick of it halfway. They're like, Rapido Furia, Tokyo Drift. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Although, in, sorry, in some uh, some Latin American company countries, it was Rapido y Furioso, Rito Tokyo. Oh. Anyway, here Absolutely. we go. Absolutely. <laughs> I've, I've, I've left these guys untouched for a while, but this is this is great. Oh, here we go. Okay. Square six. This is <laughs> Bulgaria, by the way. So squared off six, base clef, P, three, backwards N, space, backwards N, space, backwards R, P, O, C, T, H, backwards N, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo wow. Drift. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely the thing. No. <laughs> exactly right. Oh, All right. Geez. So what happened in uh, 2006? All right. Big year, for, big year for a lot of things. So... Um, uh, Google buys YouTube. Cyclone Larry hits Queensland once again, as we said earlier. <laughs> what a name for a cyclone, Larry. <laughs> Larry. Just, it's it's a cyclone that comes and stays on your couch for a couple of days, leaves a stain, eats all your food, and leaves. <laughs> yeah. um, what was uh, oh, I'm thinking of Roy from The Simpsons. Hey, Mr. Yes. S. Oh, hey. <laughs> um, in Boxing Day was the Indonesian tsunami in 2006. So that was a, an absolutely That's horrific right. thing. Um, Serbia and Montenegro split to become Serbia and Montenegro. Um, so they became two separate countries. Um, there was the 2006 FIFA World Cup, which I was at, which was awesome. I, so 2006 was a bit of a blur for me. I was quite drunken. Um, the one billionth song was purchased on iTunes. Nintendo <laughs> Wii was uh, released. Pluto loses its planet status and becomes just a big star. Mm, um, that's dark day. Moon. Yeah. And it was a year of below-average films. Um, I'll just read out a couple. The Pink Panther remake, Big Mama's House 2. Uh, These were popular oh, films oh. of the year, by the way. Wow. Big Mama's House 2, Underworld Evolution, Nanny McPhee, Final Destination 3, Failure to the Launch, 8 Below, V for Vendetta. Hang Ice on, Age. Was, was Nanny McPhee, Final Destination, the name of the film? Or was they, were they two films? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Date movie, Miami Vice, Monster House, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, Superman Returns, and the only half-decent film in this list was Thank You for Smoking. Yeah, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't like V for yeah. Vendetta? V for Vendetta was pretty mm. good. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, it's not a patch on the book, but... Yeah. Mm. And I'm not even going to go into music because that's even more disappointing than the films, and so is the TV shows, considering this is where I think uh, 2006 is where the free-to-air television basically became just things like Survivor, Fear Factor, 
you know, all that sort of reality uh, TV just yeah. really just took over and became anything. It's probably why shows like Two and a Half Men were so popular because it wasn't reality yeah. TV. Yeah. Anyway, 2006. Wow. So Let's really, get into it. it's quite what a time the, to be alive. Yeah. It, this <laughs> is know. suddenly making a bit more sense. Yeah. <laughs> about why this is a theme. Yeah. 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 At that time of life, the bar was set real low. Real, real low. <laughs> when was... Um, uh, is this a hangover from the writer's strike? Is this like one of those uh, films that they sort of had to get stuff out because you know, and they got all the new guys to come through and I tell all you the what, decent writers were, were striking off? I can't remember what you Listening to this was. script, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, like, straight into it. I know we haven't That's had a synopsis worst. or anything, but this script is atrocious. It's yeah, like it's all shocking, the it? best cliched lines from every film you've ever heard. Like, <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, I, I don't even, I can't even start. Like, so maybe, maybe we'll try and find out. Well, I'll tell that you what, how about. Was, but. How about I give us, for the fans that don't know, or you know, for our fans, not the Tokyo Drift fans, for the fans that we've got that don't know what Tokyo Drift is about, I'll give it a bit of a synopsis here. I thought it was The Fast and the Furious. Clearly, I didn't uh, look into it enough, but Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift is an awful, awful movie about a criminal named Sean, who <laughs> by all accounts needs to flee criminal charges in the USA. Uh, Sean finds himself in the amazing city of Tokyo, Japan. Whilst Sean is living in Tokyo, he decides to pursue his criminal lifestyle, surrounding himself with common criminals and taking on the Yakuza, one of the most dangerous criminal organizations in Japan. Sean somehow figures that the only way he can defeat his enemy is to learn how to race cars in the most inefficient way possible. <laughs> you'll laugh, you'll cry as you experience sheer stupidity, racism, misogyny, complete disregard oh. for other people's safety in the most stupid-ass piece of crap film ever made. All in all, <laughs> the movie is a race to the finish line in the slowest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> I think that pretty much sums up yep. the film pretty well. And, <laughs> all right. Okay, and that's we're going to go straight to the... Go straight, go straight to the BTEU section. Yeah, that's the, uh, the episode yep. and the podcast and, uh, over. What about the BTEU section? The BTEU section I'm is sorry. there is no connection with this film. Thank <laughs> you <laughs> and good night. You. Do not appreciate. <laughs> um, oh, just out of interest, just out of interest, the writer's strike was 2007 to 2008. So I blame this film for the so this yeah. film. <laughs> 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 All writers went, you know what? That's it. I give up. You know, if you're not ever going to use this. Made into, yeah, exactly right. If this is what's being made into films that make millions and millions of dollars because people want to go and see them, I'm out. I'm, this is it. I don't even want to be part of this anymore. Yeah. That's you, amazing. part of the reason that I'm, that I'm bringing this to the, to the table, so to speak. I, I didn't choose the movie. I think I said it in the last episode. I didn't choose the movie because I like it. I choose it like, because I hate it. But... Like you said, so many people have gone onto IMDb and it's given it's got a six out of ten. I haven't spoke to some people at work and I know my nephew, they like the movie. My brother likes the movie. And I'm like, why? It's atrocious. It's so horrible. There's nothing good about it. It's like it's sexist. It's misogynistic. It's got like racism. In the opening scene, there's a bunch of dudes beating the shit out of an, like a Native American piñata. I'm like, what yeah. is going on That's here? double racism. Oh, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Oh, it's just... Was, was the jock 
in the opening sequence. Was that the kid from one of the kids from Home, Home Improvement? Improvement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the old kid. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny because I remember, I think back to Home Improvement and I feel like it stopped a long time, bef- a long time before what? this movie came out, but he looks exactly the same as what I remember yeah. from Home Improvement. It was, it was the not Jonathan Taylor Thomas one, yeah. the other one. <laughs> it was the, the, old, old the older one. brother. Yeah. It was the oldest the older brother. brother. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny guy, because like I feel character. like he's playing the same character. Like it's, it's an aged version of that kid. Yeah, yeah, probably, you're probably, yeah, probably right. This is what the the Tim Tim Taylor's kid turned into. This like obnoxious, yeah. Oh, yeah. disgusting. Tool, Tool Time became like properly syndicated, and his dad became really, really wealthy and bought his son a Viper for his first car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a nice car. That sad, driver. sad. Okay, yeah, so so I want to I want to crack nice and early into the car stuff. <laughs> into so, the ending. Into the car stuff. <laughs> I said to you yeah. guys, I said to you guys during the week, uh, I, I was looking at our stats, our, our minimal stats, and our previous episode on The Fast and the Furious was our most listened to this week. So clearly, the boothers are out there doing their homework. Uh, and I had, a, I had a go back and a, and a quick skim through as well. So, so the recap yeah. is that this film ruined Brad's professional career. <laughs> And just my life that, in general. Yeah, that all yeah. car films are wildly inaccurate in what they depict. And, and the message I got yeah. was that we, like Tim and I, as non-car guys, don't care. Don't care. Like we don't. I mean, know. look, we drive. We drive. No, but I mean, yeah, we. <laughs> you know, they're spouting something. Not on a Sunday. The problem. Yeah, we, well, had, we don't care. Yeah, the yeah. problem we had with the last one was that. They're spouting something about an engine. We don't care. So why not get it right? Like why? Yeah. Why make it mm-hmm. up for the mm-hmm. for the car people that are listening? So I was curious because I felt like there was actually very little car stuff in this film. There was mm. there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue about engines and spoon there wasn't like, engines. <laughs> there wasn't like literal dialogue. There was. There was a lot more visual representation of stuff in this film versus talking than yeah. other things. Yeah. So there was a, so they did have a lot more accurate. So was that an sort improvement? Of, <sighs> question mark. Uh, question mark. I don't think so. Loose, loose. So there was the, the the example that I'm thinking was when he finally goes out to race. The, at the end, race is a loose term because drifting. Look, any form of any form of anything that has judges is is completely corrupted. So it's not really racing. So racing is the no. first person to the other end, um, and drifting is not racing because it's no. judged, um, and that's why I hate it. Um, but yeah, and this anyway, is, and this um, is one of the massively ridiculous things about this movie is that they're 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 saying, hey, we're going to race point to point. They're like all about you know, oh, we've got to beat him, we've got to beat him. Yet they deliberately choose to take the slowest possible yep. method. Like, they're drifting. Like, drifting is not fast. It's hey, so the opposite of fast. Jules, so when yeah. you're, if you're racing in a, in, a, in a car park like that and you've got to get <laughs> yeah. to the top, hey, uh, hear me out, and you've got to get yeah. to the top, getting around some of those corners, would drifting be the best option at all? In any scenario in that race, 
if there was gravel on the ground, potentially. <laughs> no, I see that's a, a different zone. Because a there's, there's a huge difference between drifting yeah. and sliding the car. So if you're going yes, rally yes. style, sliding the car in what they class as like a Scandinavian flick or, or something, which is you turn left to go right to then go left, um, then um, <laughs> it's completely different to drifting. Drifting is about yes. being sideways and about smoking the tyres. It's not about... Rally does it because it's the fastest way around the corner on the, on the surfaces that they're on. And it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same at all. This, yeah. is, the answer, this um, is the answer I was looking for, Brad. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, just quickly getting back to what I was saying. It so, seemed not efficient. Pointless. Efficient is the wrong yeah. term. But it seemed like it. the quickest way around the corner. Except that yeah, last one where he's like... To us, non-car yeah. Um, just getting back on what you were saying before, Al, just before I forget this bit. So I'd, I, I can't say I was actually listening to much of this film because I got about five minutes into it and <laughs> pretty much just decided that I'd rather stab myself in the cock with a fork because um, it probably would have been more enjoyable. Um, I, I don't know if they the spoke about... Too. So the guy that ends up being exploded in the RX-7 um, after rolling it, nice his car, car that they... Uh, that they uh, was a nice car. That was actually... That's a real car. Um, like yeah. actually a, a tuner's special car. Um I don't know if they spoke about the engine that was in his car that ends up in the Mustang. I don't know if they said what it was, but for the car people, when they're actually like when they, when the Mustang finally turns up at the end and there's just a shot of the engine, like any tuner sort of guy or, or anyone that's into modern sort of high powered Japanese engines would just know what that engine is. And they didn't need to tell people. It was like, if you don't know what this is, then it doesn't matter. But they, yeah, they had so a visual representation of a lot of stuff. So they, they did leave it a lot more stuff open to the, the car enthusiasts to interpret what they wanted versus dumbly explaining a lot of the stuff that they yeah, did in so some you, of the other films and still do in some of the films. That's what I was wondering. I was like, yeah, because there was, I noticed so like there was that, no dialogue about what we're putting in these engines. It was just like... Yeah, not like the first film, no. Yeah. Mm. It's Damn. so funny because like you, you, it's insane that you know a lot of the tuners and the the real car guys and things like that you know who would respect a lot of these machines like like I you know I could come into this movie and be like hey I actually really dig a lot of these the cars that are in this in this movie a lot of these cars are really nice cars uh, not my scene per se but they I still respect these cars for what they are but then they go and and then what they are doing with them the intention the the use that they have for them then completely loses me. Like I watch this movie from a car guy perspective. So for me, I'd watch this movie coming into it being like, yes, it's cars. It's this, this, this. I don't watch it for the storyline. Whereas in the other people who are not into cars might follow more about the storyline and not give a shit about the car aspect. Does that make sense? Uh, no, but this, this film seems more, more towards being cool and money than cars. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm. Like it doesn't yeah. seem like it seems like the cars are more of a status symbol in this than anything else. This is this, yeah. this felt things... like several films down the chain of the Fast and Furious. Like this is <laughs> you know, like it felt Three? like Well, yeah, I mean this is this felt like they've just I, I get what you're saying. Fine tuned yeah. and and turned up to eleven all the cool stuff that was in the first one and now it's like way cooler, you know, mm-hmm. like the so, way they talk to each yeah. other was a horrendous and oh. B horrendous. And C something else. Yeah. I was going to say, close right, to sorry, horrendous. You've, you've just put my, this idea in my head, right? So 
look, as far as I'm concerned, this entire movie is horrendous. Do you reckon there was any positives in this film? Is there anything that nope. you guys took away from it and went, this is, that's pretty cool? Like, is there well, anything ended. at all? Like it I said, that, the, cool. the, <laughs> yes. that, that visual representation of the engines did shamefully feel like a step forward because it it didn't it wasn't trying to like be the wrong they weren't trying to say a bunch of stuff to explain it to a non car guy. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I didn't care what what the engine was. I got that it was a fast engine. Yeah, I yeah. got that they were putting <laughs> one of these I got that they were putting one of these performance engines into an old school muscle car unicorn God, by the way. No. You sound like a dad, Al. Just I, I, I could see it was a fast engine. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, it was a good engine. <laughs> seemed like a good engine. Seemed oh. like a good fella. <laughs> flip, flip straight to page three of the uh, astounding, poorly written script cliche lines. Oh, yeah. When the dad's like. If you're gonna live under my roof, you gotta live by my rules. I'm just like, fuck uh, off! Like, <laughs> so stupid. But the thing is, like, After he, he just kicked his mistress out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Storm was like going out partying and everything anyway, and coming back, and he was like, "This ain't on, son." And he's like, "Yeah, we'll keep up." Even though he was getting away with it, like, he, there was no, yeah. there was no real punishment at all. He was just like, no. yeah, "Okay." It's funny that you mentioned punishment, right? Like, so obviously they have this big, huge uh, race at the start between the Dodge Viber and the uh, the Monte Carlo, right? The big, the big car that he's got, the American Classic, and they break into this property. They cause Ugh. massive amounts of property damage. It's also completely empty in the middle of a weekday. Yeah, it's like, where's like all I don't the know how many building there? sites you've been on, but they're kind of busy during the but day. Then, but then it's like you know. He's up on criminal charges, but then they just like ship him out of the country. <laughs> just leave. It's like, does that? Yeah, like that's does that bad. Then, that's like, does that then voice and, criminal charges? And he'd also you left other that. towns. You can't do that. Like yeah. he'd left other towns. Like you know, the cops can just keep coming. Run. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> guy Carsten is probably like, oh, Sean, uh, enjoy. Uh, yeah, it appears that you're wanted for many criminal charges. Oh, well, enjoy your time in Tokyo. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, right. go on. Go to Tokyo. Yeah, have some stuff. And then are you they here? send him to the... school. Are you here for business, the whole, uh, holiday, or <laughs> avoiding, <laughs> avoiding jail <laughs> Avoiding criminal charges. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Be, <laughs> wasn't there the whole connotation, the though, that... Um, it wasn't the whole connotation that his mum had basically given the guy sexual favours to get him off the... Uh... It seemed that way. That was, it seemed know, a bit that I felt that, that she just turned on her flirting mode because that's what all women do, apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even need to look. I'm not even going to start talking about the representation of women in this film. It's like... Mm-hmm. Oh, that, the, the girl at the start. Like, you just want to vomit across the room. Like, the winner oh. gets me. And you're like, oh, God, no. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> It's uh, so, <laughs> so horrendous. Yep. And unfortunately, this is the films that uh, impressionable people are watching and think is real. What I want to know is, this is the third one, right? Mm. Now There's there the eighth are, one now. There are eight, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're if you in include the Shaw and Hobbs, I think. They're in the process of making nine, maybe? Nine now. How did this not kill the franchise? Like... Because it was a side project, it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't a. It was meant to be like a just a 
another film. No, no, no. Like except, not, not in the main. Yeah, except all the numbers say this is the third one. Yeah, I know. I know. Like the next weird. one so, is. But it was meant to be four. Yeah. And then it's fast uh-huh. five. Like this counts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You can't say this is a side project. This was the third yeah. film, but it doesn't. Was, it doesn't hold the same storyline as all the other films, so it doesn't. Now, have do you've whole... seen most of these. You've seen pretty much more of these than any of us. You should be answering this. Yeah, question. yeah, and I do not remember any. Like I know the first one. <laughs> I know the first one. You know, reasonably well. I've seen it a couple of times, and it. You know, I said it in the last episode it's terrible, but it kind of works somehow. But I'm like, I don't know which part, but sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, the point break part. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't understand how this continued. Like when they tried something different and broke away from it, and then like, yeah, all right, just give so... us one more chance, and we'll get some of the old crew back. And but they got one more oh, chance. Yeah, didn't exactly. this movie make heaps of money? Like, didn't one Probably. one made heaps of money, two made heaps of money, this made heaps of money, and they've just they just continuously keep making money. That's why they keep making exactly. And that's the thing, because if you look at this and, and think, okay, it made heaps of money, but if it got a bad rap, then we'll just go back to getting Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, etc., to get it back on track type thing. That's probably all they did. They're probably like, cool, this made money, but it didn't work as well. Let's go back to the previous formula. Let's yeah, get maybe that's what they would... Mm. To make it a thing. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those things where Vin Diesel was asking too much, and they went, "Well, we're going to write you out of the film." And then this didn't do as well as what they but thought. But he's they in went, this. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, maybe it was. Yeah, maybe that was an editing thing afterwards. At the end. That was That's weird, tacky. isn't it? That was so tacky. I got so... my tab. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God. And I can't imagine. I I, I would think that Dom. He's like a supercar guy. He's not part of this one of the cool culture. And surely him rocking up at the end, going straight to the end, is just a bit stupid because he'd be he'd think this whole drifting thing was a farce, wouldn't he? Just getting Surely. into Dom Psyche. Well, I suppose I suppose though, like he he likes to immerse himself in local car culture, you know, custom builds kind of thing, and maybe the 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 quarter mile street racing drag racing scene isn't big in Tokyo and they're more into the draft uh, as opposed to the straight line stuff. He's in he's in a muscle car, right? He rocks up in a big ass muscle car. So how is he expecting to go around these corners? He's just gonna take them properly and probably (laughs) he's gonna get in he's gonna take a one quarter mile at a time out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to get in front with the power and then just block the road so he can't get past him. <laughs> much. Done. What do they? What do they yeah. call it at the car shows when the muscle cars do their? They do a power sliding. They don't do drifting. They just like it's just raw power. They just kind of like they just travel sideways in a straight line uh, along a course. And they call it. Yeah, I think it's called power sliding. They call it because it's. Uh, it is what it is. A bit is. different to drifting. It is what it mm. is, but uh, mm-hmm. what do we think just, of the characters in this movie? What, well, do we, what do we think of the Just getting back to the Dom thing quickly, I haven't, not having seen two, and this is the only other Fast and the Furious that I've I ever seen. I don't think he's in two. Is, it, but is he still a wanted criminal like he is at the end of one? No, I don't think he's in number two. Oh, okay. No, he's not. Number two's all Paul I Walker. Think. No. Oh, oh Yeah. So this is his return to yeah. the franchise. This is this oh. is Vin Diesel going. Oh, actually, this is still making money. I better get back in. 
Yeah, and no one else is employing <laughs> yeah. me for anything else. Um, yeah. Okay, well, that makes that whole end scene vastly different then. Yeah. For the fans. Going, I suppose, oh, well, I suppose, yeah, because the fans would be like, oh my God, that's oh it. God, like, it's kind of like a little wink to say that there's potentially going to be more. And unfortunately, there was. Many, yeah. many more. Oh, they just don't seem to die, do they? So, so well, apparently, um, they're, they're already planning number 10 or something, and number yeah. 10 is supposed to be what? set in Australia. Awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know My what? understanding that. is that after about. I think it's five, four or five. They they shift gears into this. It's not a car film anymore. It's a heist film now, isn't it? Yeah, they're like. So I'm kind of interested. I'm interested in that. I I dare say, I'm interested to see this shift. Like this mm, film I'm not. is so terrible. <laughs> but I, I don't, it's no, there's no but. This fil- I will never see this film again, guaranteed. <laughs> like, this is just, can we, can we choose again. films twice? I just kind of want to choose it again. Just to, you know what? Like, I'll boycott the next one. If you choose this again, I'm boycotting. <laughs> Me I, too. Battle Revolver. <laughs> Do you know, I actually played out in my head. I'm like, what if I throw a monkey wrench into this and don't watch it and turn up to the podcast and just refuse <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what i was half expecting uh, i was half expecting that brad you might boycott it you might be like no i flat out refuse to watch this yeah uh, I'm not so. I'd, I'd understand it <laughs> oh yeah, yeah but no, no but i would understand it obviously like given the hatred of fast and the fury see i i dislike this film far more than the first fast and the furious because i feel like this movie not just damages car culture, but just damages people's perception Humans. of how they should behave, of human behavior. Like, it, just, this, like, like you know, like that was stated in our public service announcement at the start. Like, you'll you'll find yourself doing terrible things after watching this movie. Like, it just it brings you down to the lowest common denominator. You know, like it's it's atrocious. But anyway, what I was going to say before is like, what do, what do we think of the of the main character, like everybody keeps wanting to help this guy, but I can't figure out why. Like everybody's like, Oh, we're going to help him. But it's like, but he's the biggest asshole of the film. Yeah. There is absolutely no precedent. So, so if you think about it, it's like he rocks up to this car park and gets all in the face of the drift King which is its whole issue. Right. And, then, and then decides to race in a race that he knows nothing about. In someone else's car. In someone else's car. Which is the, apparently the Mona Lisa of cars. And, mm. and all of a sudden he's like, I, I, I just, I can't well, yeah, quite... it goes, well, it goes from, from like Han gives Sean his car. He's like, he can have my car, you know, like take it. And then, you know, like he destroys the car and then Han's like, like they're driving and having conversation and Han's like, you're a DK's kryptonite. You're like, why? There's no reason you for him to be You were shit at a race. You were the shittest <laughs> ever and you're an asshole. You're an out of towner. Like, what they why are you his kryptonite? Like, or whatever. This... <laughs> He's shown nothing to like, ah, oh, 
it's a trove. The is story it, but is, is, that more, is that more about the car or is it more about the girl? Ah. Uh, you know what? Actually, it could be about the girl as much as I would hate to say that's but, what it's about because she shows an interest in him. And yeah, but she's not like him for two minutes. In movie. She spent yeah, one but, class with him. And he wore shoes in Yeah, valid, valid and then, point. And then coincidentally turns up to the same race meeting somehow. Like, what a stunning coincidence that was. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, isn't she the girlfriend of the Drift King? Well, girlfriend. I, I, look, I would, really wasn't taking much notice by this point Pro- in the film. Property but, uh, seems more appropriate. Property seems, yeah. Property, But it's yeah, funny yeah, how most females in this movie seem to be property of a male. Like it's Most. It's oh, really I'd say all of them. Fucking atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And like even worse, like the scene where the guys rock up, they're, they're in that awesome orange and black RX-7, right? And they rock up, and he starts doing the the donuts around the two oh, women in the car. Oh my god! Uh, and then they like, stop, why do you drift? And they look to pick up chicks. Yeah, Are goes, you kidding me? But, but, Are you kidding me? This is a major <laughs> plot point of the film. I'm like, is that dudes actually believe this shit? Guys go out there. These are the guys that see some girls on the side of the road and they rev their engine. They're like, rum, 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 rum. you know, it's like, hey, I pushed my pedal. It's you know, a, watch out. There's it's a like, Seinfeld sketch about that. Is he's like, beep, beep. Yeah, I think she noticed me. Yeah. <laughs> what she, yeah, what do you expect her to do? Kick off her heels and run up to the car? It's a good thing you honked. Oh, man. I didn't know how you felt. So I tell you what. Out, out of everything in this movie, there's there's no good things, but there is actually one super horrendous thing that I'm kind of on board with. And I'm kind of like, as fucking atrocious as that is, I kind of dig it. And it's the the Hulk Volkswagen, I think they call it a, a Taurong or something, the, the green van. That, um, yeah, it's cool. Oh, I like yeah. that. Twink has got, it was so I shit that it was awesome. I dig it. It's yeah. like so shit. It's awesome. It's like... Um, yeah. it, like Tim and Al, you guys probably don't watch it, but there's an Australian car show called, um, uh, what are they called? The Aussie guys. Brad, help me out. Mighty Come uh, Mighty Come Mighty Come And they're like renowned yeah. for like doing up these these shitty little cars like these Daihatsu Miata. Nuggets, they call them. Nuggets. Nuggets, right. They're these pieces of shit, but they do them up and they're pretty cool. And it's kind of like unique to see them doing up these shitty little cars. So I, I, I do want to point out though, to kind of get in with the theme of, I think his name's Twinkie, Twink, they call him, mm-hmm. how he's rocking around with his steering wheel attached to his bag. I thought it only fair that I go out to my legitimate race car and I brought my steering wheel in me with me. <laughs> so I've got my Momo steering wheel here with us boys just to, uh, just to get <laughs> into the theme of the movie a little bit. Do you want to go get mine? Uh, mine comes off too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, we should nah, all have our steering wheels with us. <laughs> it's cold outside. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, I tell you, like, just going back to, like, the main character, like, everybody wants to help him. He's nothing but a flippin' asshole. And I can't, for the life of me, figure out why anyone would want to help him out. Like, what? I don't understand it. It doesn't make because any he sense. Because he probably represents a majority of the people that are watching the film. So they're they're trying to <laughs> relate to the people there. that are yeah yeah I don't know. but and I agree. It's, and the like, thing is, right? There's no even charisma like the whole right? Yakuza like, thing, right? So the, 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 he goes okay. So Han's been stealing money from the Yakuza. Uh, well, okay. Well, like, okay. So he's been stealing money from the Yakuza. 
Uh, Sean then takes the stolen money back to the boss. I can't remember his name. It's uh, the uncle, the boss of the Yakuza, the uncle. Yeah. Uncle. Um, So he goes to the uncle boss, right? So he goes to the boss, uncle boss. um, And he's like, he's like, here's your money back. And it's like (laughs) the uncle, the uncle could be like sick. Now I've got my money back. I'm going to kill you for the inconvenience. Bullet (laughs) problem solved. Problem solved. Yep. Ed goes along, goes, oh I think it is a very good idea to have a drift race to settle whether my flesh and blood gets thrown out of the city and, and you get to take over this territory and all that shit. There was like a moment. What? There was. It felt like a pause that went for an hour where he's like, there's only one way to settle this. And I'm like, don't say race. Oh, you're going to say race. Don't say race. And he's like, a race. I'm like, oh. <laughs> If you're the boss of the some... Yakuza and someone comes to you and says, fuck, we need to have a race to sort this shit. You're like, get the what? hell out. What? Yeah, just go away. Bullet. I'm not even going to kill you because the bullet wouldn't, isn't worth it. the, the yeah. fucking three cents that it's worth. To put this you is out a kill. Misery. If, <laughs> if, if, if a race is your solution, then you're clearly below this organization's you know, yeah. level of intelligence. And what is... you know? <laughs> okay, okay. So now let's start talking about this final race down the hill. Right. Oh, Number one, why does the uncle bother turning up? Like, yeah, it's like there's kind nothing of in it for him. He's like the loser leaves town. Great. So why do I need to be there? Like, <laughs> maybe there was nothing to like, tell And you're like, he, a busy yakuza boss, the the boss boss of yakuza, is going to take time out from his epic amounts of drug dealing he has to doing, all the territory he has to look after, everything, all the responsibility that comes with being a yakuza boss. He's going to take of, a number of, of hours Tokyo out too. of his day. <laughs> of Tokyo, Tokyo is not a small place. Well, it is a small place, race. but there's a, a few people. people. There. Yeah, a few people live uh, in Tokyo. Now, I, I can't. I, I don't really want to insult Press the button, Jules. Like this film, Press the button, Jules. Which I don't have it. I don't have a button. It's just, got a few, all I can hear things. is Jules just ranting and raving. It's just all this is. There's, oh, there's, a a there's a few people that I know who, who like this. And I was actually having a discussion with a guy at work the other day. And Are they mentally disabled? Really <laughs> no, he's, he's don't talk about Lindsay. He's, uh, he's one of our listeners. <laughs> I don't know. If he's, he's oh, just fine. No, no. So, so there's another guy at work. He was, he's, he was. I asked him. I'm like, I'm like, you're a fan of this movie. He's like, yeah. He's like, I really like it. And I'm like, why? What is wrong? Why? With you? <laughs> right. But and he was talking about how it's got this really unique storyline. How it's a really good storyline. And I'm, what? Someone muted Jules. Have you got me? <laughs> Am I back? Sorry, I think I got so worked up. had enough of himself. The last thing I heard was it has a unique storyline. And that upset me a lot. It's got a unique storyline. No, I think what he said was... like, I really dig it. What he said was it has a unique storyline. Oh man, you know what's amazing, right? Like I've I've kind of ranted and raved, and I have like three pages of notes that I haven't even gotten to yet, boys. I'm just like <laughs> so I'm insane. Just like, it's so me. I will. So go. Well, so you talked about it before with the the drifting in the car park. Now, as a non-car guy, <laughs> just just yeah. disclaimer. Just to clarify. <laughs> 
which you've clarified at least 50 times. In this just, just to back it up. You know, when we I drive, started this, but that's it. When I started this film, I was aware from you guys that drifting was a very inefficient method of driving, let alone racing. Uh, but when this car park scene came up, I'm like, look, this seems like, a, you know, could, they're going around some tight corners. Could this... this be the appropriate location for drifting? Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, okay <laughs> maybe. But then when they get to the hill, when they get to the race down the mountain, I'm like, you are completely unnecessarily drifting down the fastest way to the bottom of this hill. Totally. Definitely not drifting. It's like. down the cliff. It's, well. <laughs> DK tried to take that shortcut. Didn't work out. But like him. some of those corners, I'm like, just drive around it, mate. You get around so much quicker and you'd be at the bottom and then the other guy would be out of town that you, Kuza boss can go home. Like. <laughs> yeah. This, this, are we, like, uh, the, are the we getting off the time yet? The, <laughs> no, 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 we're not quite there yet. We're not quite there yet. Like, look, oh, I, no, look, no, I'm no, gonna, I'll there. talk from a. I'm going to talk from a car guy's perspective here, right? Like, I, I'm mad on motorsport. I love motorsport. I love like technical ability of driving and things like that. And drifting is now. I'm not talking about like you know just some idiot doing burnouts in a factory court or something like that. Just to get like, a cheeks number. Proper drifting, proper control. Yeah, proper control of like <laughs> drifting. The, the guys that pro do it. They're actually really skilled. Like they're, it's a, it's a hard thing to kind of maintain that control. Um, you know, like oh, come on, some Jules, people let's not wax on, wax off. You just that... do it, apparently. <laughs> you just do it. Yeah, it's about the feel, right? <laughs> so, no, no, there is a lot to it. You know, <laughs> again. So, like, even some, you know, some people might see, so you know, in Australia, people who are right into, say, the V8 supercars, for example, they may see some of the V8 supercars going a little bit sideways in the corners and. That's because there's a thing called uh, you, you have trail braking and then you power out of the corner. So as you're braking, because you're braking heavy, you apply a little bit of steering and the rear of the car starts to overtake the, the front of the car. And it's the same kind of thing that rally car drivers do. You're positioning the car you know, in a way that you can then power straight out of the corner, right? That's not drifting. That's something totally different. Drifting, you would just never, ever do it in a race. You just don't. Now, there's a guy in this film. It's one of the fishermen. He's actually a really famous race car driver. And he was ah. actually... Um, yeah, so one of the fishermen. You know, the two guys that are... Yeah, yeah. Dogs. I'm like, what the hell are these guys doing? <laughs> so one of those guys, his name is... I'm going to screw up the pronunciation here. It's Keichi Suchia. What is that noise? Oh, that's me. Who's Sorry. Who's the dishes? <laughs> so anyway, so this welcome to Zoom, people. Uh, so this guy, he's actually a really famous race car driver. He raced in Le Mans, which is the 24-hour race for the not, not you know, some people might not be aware of it in in France. Uh, you know, he's he's a legitimate race car driver, and he used to kind of get in trouble a little bit because he used to he used to kind of drift the cars for a bit of fun during racing events, and and he you know he wasn't up there in the rankings, but it kind of for him it became more about um, the Drift. fun of the drive, and then he actually about drift, <laughs> and then he then started to the sport of drift itself, you know, like so, you know, drifting you. I'm kind of just Timmy. You're right. I am absolutely just ranting and raving on here, but <laughs> I love it. It's just I love it. Keep going. I think I it... would respect. I would respect this movie more if it wasn't about raging. Yeah, if they said that this movie isn't 
about racing. If this if this is uh, if this is more, hey, we drift for the skill of it and to show off, and it's all about style and you know pulling mad moves. I'd be like, okay, I'm a little more on board with it. But for the fact that they're racing and drifting is the most illogical, stupid ass thing in the world. All right, Jules. Jules. Jules, Jules I got a okay. Question. I've, question, Jules. Yes. Question, Jules. Jules. Yes. Jules. 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 What if? What if they said, okay? We appreciate drifting as an art form, right? This is the uh, this is the drift community of Tokyo, underground okay. Tokyo. Which uh-huh. So they 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 appreciate. They've been doing say they've been doing like equestrian style drift tournaments, <laughs> and like dressage. They've been yeah. doing this. <laughs> yeah, they've been doing this for years, and then someone's come to and said, "Here's a challenge. Why don't you race cars, but you have to drift." And they're all like, oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. let's do that. So it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily about being the quickest in general to the finish line. It's about being the quickest while incorporating the artistry of drifting. To the okay. Is, so is that it where the judging be. No, comes no, no, in? Yeah. So, well, in, so instead, of, instead of, instead of you getting like, I can see where you're coming from in like, this is just, you know, you'd win way quicker if you didn't drift and it's stupid. Drift. What if, what if, what if it's an incorporation of the art? Form? It's a part of the And rules. that's what has made yeah, this like... underground community so strong and douchey. <laughs> All right. I'm on board, man. I'm on board. You know, like I, I dig it. I dig it. All right. Um... I have to, I have to reach. I'm reaching, but I'm feeling you, Timmy. <laughs> I tell you, I'm reaching. I tell you what, how is the uh, live video coverage of the race down the mountain? Oh, yeah. They were all watching like, it on their flip phones. They had every angle covered flip from phone, the one position. <laughs> with no sign of anybody. It's like they were, they, were, yeah, they were still up on the top of the hill with their flip phones and they could see every inch of the track <laughs> from their flip phones. Yeah, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? it? I'm like, it's oh, like, we even, even phones still a thing in 2006? Well, that's what I assume they must be. I was trying to remember what. Nah, kind of definitely, phone. definitely. That was like the. I remember having like little Nokia. And the Nokia's were starting to get advanced, and you know, it was it was post like 3210s and stuff like that. But it was still very much. It wasn't in the smartphone era yet. Anyway, smartphone. I just want to point out what. One one more completely illogical thing about this, and and then I'll stop about the car stuff because, like I said, they're nice cars, but the I'm talking about the illogical shit that is drift, and this is even prevalent in the actual drifting community. Is that drift cars seem to have these gigantic wings on the back of them? Now, the purpose of having a wing on your car is to generate downforce, thus create more traction for the wheels. <laughs> right. The idea is to stick the wheels. I get to the it. Ground. I get that. If you, Get rid of the wing, you're more likely to be able to drift. But anyway, <laughs> so they're like anti-drift wings. Stop. Really? They're like anti-drift wings here. But I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to. I'm going to stop talking about the cars and just focus on how ridiculous um, the rest of the movie is as well. Hey, um, D, uh, DK was quite a close talker, wasn't he? Oh, jeez, he loved to get oh, up in yeah. your grill. I tell you what, I reckon I spent half the movie just wondering how bad his breath could be. Because <laughs> he got right up in there. Oh, that and Han's food bill. Like, the dude just kept eating. Oh, man. Talk about the Japanese you know, One thing pit. I found... Um, oh, look, the one thing <laughs> I found really frustrating about Han was that 
I felt that they tried to play his laid-back coolness way too much. I felt oh, yeah. like he, he was just too laid-back about absolutely everything to the point where it got really frustrating for me. I'm like, yeah, we get it, mate. You're cool. You're cool. You're, cool. You're laid-back. You don't care. See, it really so, felt like he just watched Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I like, I like what Brad Pitt's throwing down there. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be chowing down on things just looking cool the whole time. I'm going to get in the, the elevator so by myself. I'm not even... He's so laid back that he's like, hey, uh, you know, they, I know you just smashed my car. I know I've just met you and I gave you my keys and I know you smashed my car and I know you're somehow DK's kryptonite. But you know what? Here's another car. <laughs> I'm that laid back that you can have another car. Have another one. Oh, he I smashed that up on the port. Uh, hey, yes, look, the, what, the what, what the hell did you do to my car? You hired. <laughs> ah, so fun fact: the second car that that Han gives him, which is a Mitsubishi Evo Eight, I think it is, like a real fast car. It's actually a four-wheel drive car, but for the movie, is a rear-wheel drive. So they've obviously modified the car substantially to take it from four-wheel drive to two-wheel drive. That's yeah. just another tidbit for you. But, cool story, Hansel. Um, I want to I want to talk about the 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 scene where they're obviously um, all hell breaks loose. They escape the garage and there's the big chase scene just before Han gets killed. And the cars are all fanging through the tunnel and they're all doing their mad drifts and all that. And I'm like, I, I looked at that really closely and I was like, you know, you can drive in a straight line. Just drive straight. <laughs> you I can just beeline it. <laughs> beeline it in a straight line. No problems at all. And they're yeah, all like, drifts like, like what? Timmy, it's all well and good if, if, the race, you know, in the car park has to include drift as a technical <laughs> aspect. But when you're escaping people trying to shoot you, you drive straight. You're going for speed. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It's, it's so ingrained in their psyche that they've got to drift everywhere yeah. they go. Yeah. Drift is a way of life. Drift. Drift. Oh, man. Are we kicking on it, Please, we're we kicking on in time. time. Please. You've been super quiet. I love it. One more thing, one more thing, right? So the scene, oh, the scene when Sean finally sees his dad, that the Mustang, when his dad's working on the Mustang, and the dad's got a, it's a tool called a ratchet, and he's literally ratcheting nothing. <laughs> he's like sitting there using this tool, and he's doing you know nothing with it. <laughs> you know what? As soon as I saw that scene, I thought about you and Brad both going, he's not doing anything with that. What are you doing? <laughs> I was already not yeah. watching by then. So right, boys, you, you know were tuned we out, Brad. That was that mm-hmm. was the that was the gone in sixty seconds car, though, right? Like that was the <sighs> Shelby GT five hundred unicorn. Uh, mm. I think it was just Shelby, a Mustang. Shelby GT. Yeah. I Shelby think it's just a standard Mustang. Shelby They're GT. pretty common. Shelby I think it was a, if it was a legit GT five hundred, like people they would have pointed that out a bit more. I think, and no one would. Well, would have been, they would have called it Eleanor. Around, it? Surely, yeah, maybe. You would have called Eleanor? it Driftenor. Yeah, it would have been Eleanor. This Eleanor. Well, that <laughs> drifted off. Drifted off. Oh. Never even come into it. Uh, anyway, we are kicking on in time a bit, boys. Thankfully. Uh, Do you know this guy directed Star Trek Beyond? That was a good one. Cool. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Tell me yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, Justin Lim. <laughs> he like, keeps directing these like films. More? Like. Yeah, right. I haven't seen it. I, I kind of. You I know what? Maybe this was like Trek his. Maybe this was like one of his guilty. No, no, no. He's uh, done. He did like four, five, and, and had six. Had to get out of his system. No, no, no. He's done most of the Fast and Furious films. 
and then they gave him the the like the latest Star Trek. Wow, that's so illogical. I'm gonna have to go back and watch. Maybe it they're now. trying. I to, see what you did there, Jules. They're trying to that target was... a younger audience or something, and they're just trying to like. Maybe they're just trying to like be like, oh, you know, all the young people seem to keep flocking to these bloody Fast and Furious movies. Let's let's apply that to let's Star give him something Trek else. Yeah, I want to go back and watch Discovery come, now. Yeah. And uh, sorry, not Discovery. Um, um, Beyond, and see how Fast and Furiousy it is. <laughs> yeah. Next next thing they'll be like they'll be talking about the Enterprise and going. The only way we can get away from the Klingons is to do some draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. Uh, anyway, we gotta be getting on. We are getting on. Yep. Well, let's get. Let's... Timmy, I know well, this um, is one is of it your time for. Uh... Well, it's ours. It's one of ours' favorites. It's my favorite so, segment. Easily. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and that would be every film has a shared universe. All right, Brad. Ooh. Nothing. <laughs> you sure? Here at San Dimas School of Film, we would like to acknowledge that this film does not exist. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm almost. Now, you know what? Irrefutable. Irrefutable. L. Irrefutable. Yeah. You know what? It's um. It's set in, it's set in Tokyo, and Tokyo is part of the world. Done. Let's go. Yep, Next. Done. All right. Rating. Yep. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Good. Perhaps the perhaps oh, let's the, take that off. Hang on, hang on. Perhaps yeah. the uh, Yakuza bosses are watching uh, Bill and Ted. You know when Denomalous takes over the the telly and we get glimpses around the world. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's yeah. like the family. No, no, no. Hang on. It's because it's in a kitchen. I I feel like yeah, it's in a kitchen, yeah, yeah. and so it's in the kitchen of the club of the Yakuza people. Oh, sure. Okay. okay. Close enough. That's perfect. <laughs> Brad has had enough. Perfect. It's gone. <laughs> We've lost him. He hung up. Oh. Well, I, look, I don't think there's anything else to say about this film. I don't think there is. No. All right. Well, Jules, do you want to start us off with Please. Then, mate? Look, if you haven't You're seen good? this, if you haven't seen this, don't. Don't waste your If someone says, <laughs> hey, we should watch this. Don't. If someone says, hey, hey this is my favourite film, never talk to that person again. <laughs> hey, Jules, uh, how many times have you seen that? this? This is, I think it's actually, well, you and I watched it for a laugh once. Yeah, I we think did. it's the third time. This will be the third yeah. time I've seen it, actually. Anyway, yeah. uh, so my, my rating, uh, zero. I give it zero percent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with Jules. I'm, give, I'm giving it a zero. Yep. Zero, it's a for zero for me. It's a zero for me. Yep. L? Timmy? Yep. Zero. Zero? Yep. Timmy? Um, I want to be different, but I'll give it a zero. I, I think... <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I want to give it something. And I don't know why, because... <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what. I'll give it... I'll give it 1%. For the fact of the improvement from instead of talking about engines, they just showed them this time. That was a that's a, a one, genuine 1%. improvement. Zero is a is a massive improvement from what I gave Fast and the Furious. Yeah, was it negative <laughs> infinity or something? Negative infinity. <laughs> zero, yeah. So we got zero, zero, 
1%. And Timmy, what do you got? Timmy's frozen. Oh, my God. We've lost Timmy. He's lost in the seconds of time. <laughs> he's Hold uh, on to I'm that guitar assume, cord, Timmy. I'm going to assume that he's... Uh, All right. He's, well, look. Uh, I'm assuming that he'll give it 1%. Well, look, in the meantime... He, he gave it a zero. He did, yeah. Look, Brad, in the oh, meantime... Oh, zero. Oh, good. Where can you find us? You can find us on all the socials, so Facebook, um, Instagram, apparently Twitter, or you can just uh, send us an email at Sandemus... Film. Sandemus Film? Guys. Yep. yep. At gmail.com. Oh, Timmy's back. And, oh, Timmy's Hello. back. Um, He's back. Email's Hello. probably good. <laughs> He's holding his phone up. <laughs> Two bars. <laughs> he's look. He's searching for every scrap of uh, uh, reception that he can get. Who's uh, whose turn is it to choose the next film? Uh, I got a listener here. Ooh, all right. I'm going to go from listener Chris Garner. Uh, okay. And this this could be interesting. This could be very interesting. There's a bit of like broader <laughs> lore and history on this one, but. Uh, Chris is asking us to watch uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, right. Um, Apparently it's yeah. good. I've never, I've never actually seen it. So. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah, fans of the book? What, books, the book's what year, quite... What year is it? I don't even know if you can hear me, so... We can we hear can. We can. Just keep eating those chips. And the in. chips. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker, Tim, we're doing Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I can hear you guys clearly. I've heard this whole conversation. <laughs> Tim, like, Tim no I joke. said. I, I heard you guys for like right. five minutes Tim. going, Tim's gone. Where's Tim? He's hey, gone. Oh, no. Tim. He gave it zero. Oh, I'm like, no. Uh, I think this will what be a... This will be another uh, Alan Rickman appearance. Yes. And, oh, cool. and another one I'm looking forward to. I think it's another Sam Rockwell appearance. Oh, double score. Yeah, so okay. I can't remember much more uh, about it than that, but yeah, it's be good. Rock and roll, uh, awesome. Take us okay. out, Tim. Well, <laughs> am I? Well, <laughs> am I here? Yeah, you're, you're here. here. You are here. Fair you dinkum. are here. <laughs> Fair dinkum. This has been the most frustrating hour of my life. All right, <laughs> we might try and get in the booth next week or next uh, next yeah, episode. Yeah, please. So. Please, I'm over yes. Zoom. I'm so over it. Um, thank you for joining us. If you're still listening to us, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. For still being here. <laughs> and please forgive us and trust us that yep. next week is going to be, next episode is going to be a better episode. So <laughs> I think the episode was then. good. We just advised people not to watch this piece of crap. The movie was atrocious. Julian, now episode Julian, 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 Julian. Just <laughs> Don't give an excuse. <laughs> Till next episode, be excellent to You're your in ears. the naughty corner, Jules. And pot on dudes. <laughs> Donkey Carl. <Dreft. laughs>